Hey, and welcome to the Humanity Church Podcast. So excited that you're here. We hope that you enjoy this week's talk and it really connects to your life in a meaningful way. If you're live in the Pomona area, we would love to have you at one of our gatherings at 10 a.m. or at one of our humanity groups that meet all throughout the week all over the city. If you want more information about our community, you can go to www.humanitychurch.com or download our app on your phone on Apple or Android. If you like what you're hearing here and want to continue to support the ongoing work at Humanity, you can text the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977 and give back financially in just about 10 seconds. Hey, and here's this week's talk that was given live at our Sunday gathering at Humanity Church. Morning, Humanity. How are you? My name's Juan, and I'm an elder, and I do other things here, and I love the movement here at Humanity Church. It's, it's amazing. There's so much that we're learning right now. So I want to start by reading this passage from Luke. One day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up, rebuked the wind, and the raging waters, the the storm subdued, and all was calm. Where's your He asked his disciples, in fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the waters, and they obeyed him. Okay, so... I want to tell you a little bit about my story. Um, uh, this was about 29 years ago. I'm going to take you back. It's not an origin story. I'd have to go further back for that. Um, and uh, newlyish married, making things happen in our life. My wife and I just really making things happen. And Leslie has been promoted. And she is the youngest executive to ever work at the company where she works. That's awesome. And the other thing is, we would look at what she was making, and we were both impressed with what she was making money-wise. We're like, that's pretty good. It's so good that we'd like to tell other people about this, but that would not be humble, right? So we have to act humbly even though we're not being humble because we're like, wow, okay. And I decide to partner up with some people and start a mortgage company around the same time. And a few of the checks started coming in, and it was good. Really, really good. And now, of course, I would never tell people how good because I'm humble. And, but, but, but things are really, and we're young, and we've purchased a home and like furniture in every build, in every room, right? There's a lawn in our front and backyard. 
we have a dog, no kids, and honestly, our parents are proud of us. That's cool. People around us, we could feel it. They're, they're young, and they're making it happen, and life is really, really good. And we're proud, beaming with pride in ourselves, erecting altars to ourselves. It's awesome. And, and then, you know, the mortgage thing is working. You know, we're making money. I remember, I remember it was getting tougher. There's a lot of things I didn't know about business. A lot of things. And, and, and then it's, we still look good. I don't feel as good. And things are getting, like, rough. And I remember, like, it dawned on me one day. I, and this was a long time. We were talking about 29 years ago. I remember we were generating, starting to generate decent income, um, you know, revenues. And I still remember it was like $20,000, $22,000 a month. Yeah. But it was costing us twenty-four, dollars $25,000 to make that. But that's okay because I can outrun my stupidity. I, I, you know, I, if I run faster, maybe I can get to 26000 even, you know, and only costing 25000 that'd be good. Eventually, this thing just, it's bad. And Leslie and I are not happy. We're not happy with each other. We're not happy with the world. We're not happy with God. And I have, I'm in my office at home, and I remember just... You ever been there where you're like you're overwhelmed, you don't know what to do, and if you go this way, you're like, literally, I'm in my office panicking. And I'm so overwhelmed that I just sink to the floor. I still remember. I sink to the floor. I think, oh, my gosh. Like, I've ruined everything. And, and you know, I put my name, personal name on leases, and it's like I've ruined everything, and I'm on the floor not able to breathe, and I just cry out to God, like, God, you got to do something. You got to do something. My boat was being swamped. And I get up and I go to the mailbox, and I open up the mail, and there's a letter from the IRS Oh, really? And I opened it up, and I had overpaid my taxes the year prior. So it's a refund check. It's like 1200 bucks. Nice. No, no, it was a refund letter. Sorry, the check was coming. Refund letter. And, like, all that anxiety and overwhelm lifted off of me. And I was, oh my gosh, God, you are so good. You're so good. I was able to sleep that night. The next morning I wake up and I am filled with fear and dread because I realize that the dream that I thought, the life that I thought was gonna happen in the time frame I thought it was gonna happen was probably not going to happen. I really had pictures of being 
like this amazing business person making tons of money and of course humbly providing it to the church as long as it came with a lot of accolades. That, 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 was, that was really my dream. Like my dream was that I was going to do something awesome in this world, make an impact for Jesus, but really, truthfully, I'm going to tell you, make an impact for Juan Garcia and that I would get a lot of credit and that people would think that it was in the name of Jesus. That's where I was. And the next morning, I was filled with fear because I realized it was going to take a lot of work to undo this mess because I thought I knew where God was going and it was exactly where I wanted him to go so all was well. This story that I just read is a very similar story. Because these disciples were with rock star Jesus, making it happen. Life was going awesome. We are actually going to be liberators of our people. Because really, as long as we're liberators of our people, who needs God? Because we're going to do the thing that for 2,000 years, since we left Egypt, we're going to do the thing that no other generation has been able to do. We're going to free our people once again from oppression. And these disciples get onto this, and, and Jesus at this point, he just spoke the, his, his seminal speech, which was the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus lays out what the kingdom of God is like. They didn't hear it. Um, and then he, and he's doing miracles. He's healing. He's doing all kinds of great work. And Jesus says, look, get, let's get in the boat. You just read the scene. With fear and amazement, when Jesus rebukes the wind, they're not set free. They are plummeted into fear. Because they thought they knew where God was going. And it's exactly where they wanted him to go. In a moment, they're sitting there in this boat. And look, these are Jewish guys, most of them. And they... They see Jesus rebuke the wind, and immediately I know that their mind went to Moses raising the Red Sea. But Moses needed God's help and God's angel to raise the sea. This dude raised his own hand and calmed the sea. He actually rebukes it. And I know that their mind also went back to Job, where only God controlled the elements. And they are filled with fear, and they ask themselves, who is this guy? And it starts to dawn on them that this may be God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, Yahweh, Lord of lords. And they realize in that moment that their dreams are about to be crushed because God always demanded humility. And these guys wanted to be triumphant warriors. In your groups, uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to have you break up into groups of two or three. Just, you know, turn around, wiggle around, and we're going to have you ask a couple of questions. Are the questions up there? Cool. Okay. 
First question I want you to consider, and right now everybody just take a deep breath. Relax. And I want you to ask yourself this question right now. Where is God attempting to break through to you? Give me a, got it, I have that idea. Somebody respond. Yeah, everybody? Good. Next question. Where am I actively pushing God out? When you got it, let me know. Cool. I'm going to encourage you to boldly go where very few men go, men and women. In your group, share that. It'll be kept confidential, even if it's awful. Share it. Because eventually, these men in the boat shared their fears, shared their concerns, and they were blessed with the power to humbly submit themselves to Jesus. And their lives actually became stories of history. They actually got the desires of their heart. They actually got to be liberators of men and women. It just wasn't the way they thought it was going to happen. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Humanity Church Podcast. We hope that this was a meaningful experience, and we look forward to connecting again next week for another conversation around what it looks like to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a voice of hope. Again, for more information about Humanity Church, you can visit us online at humanitychurch.com. And if you want to support the ongoing work here at Humanity Church, including this podcast, you can give online in about 10 seconds by texting the word Humanity Church, one word, to 77977. Thanks and have an amazing week.